Hey, hey, everyone. It's your boy, SJ Beat, here with... Yours truly, Miss Proper. What's going on, boys and girls and gender nonconformers? Yes, and we're coming to you live from the comfort of our own home. So how are you doing today, Miss Proper? Um. Okay, so I'm going to start with... Uh, I, wanted, I was calling it a high and a low, but I mm-hmm. think... I'm going to start with that because I can't figure out what I was calling it originally. I was saying it over and over in my mind. And then it just mm-hmm. left me as soon as it came time to say it. So <laughs> starting with a, we're going to start with a low, okay? So okay. first off, we all know the riots have been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, exactly. So that is a huge low and mm-hmm. trying to process that and trying to, what is the word? I guess not disturb my mental because it's mm-hmm. kind of everywhere. Yeah. No matter where you scroll. So just... That's a low for me this weekend because I'm I'm so tired of the conversation because I feel like we shouldn't be having it so often. I wish people, not us people, but people in society that mistreat right. us would just get the picture and do right by us. So we don't have to keep arguing about this and telling you, hey, treat me like a basic, not a basic, but a human being. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's a low, long story short. A high... Hmm. I guess I should have been prepared to have a high, honestly. <laughs> I don't really have a high because my skin is breaking out. I just went Ooh. back to work today. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the high? You know what? That's it. I really thought I was going to have something poetic come out of it. But I didn't. <laughs> that was so dead. Gonna, it's all good. It's that kind of child. It really is, okay? Like, I got tired from, like, a little eight-hour shift, like, halfway in the middle, okay? I've not been working, so I don't remember what it's like to work. I'm spoiled at this point. But Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to just move it on to you, you know? What's been going on with you this week? Oh, I guess I'll keep the the ball rolling. Let's see. Low of the week, I would agree with everything that's going on. There's just so much going on. I'm just, like, also trying to be mm-hmm. – um, I'm also trying to keep it together, I guess, mentally, because it's so much like you, you turn on the TV, you turn on social media, you talk to people on the phone. It's just like there's no escaping from it, mm-hmm. nor you should escape from it. But it's just like sometimes it's all of it at once and all of it back to back can play with your mental and just make you feel a way about everything. And sometimes you yeah. like I think the thing that I've been battling with is just like I don't know how to like I know how to feel at times. But then sometimes I feel like I don't feel like I'm doing enough or I'm doing this and that, that you know what I mean? So I battle with mm-hmm. that a lot. So I, like you said, I'm trying to just be as plausible as I can with um mm-hmm. with dealing with what's going on in the world right now. Um a high I would say this week. What is a high? Um a high this week would be uh I'm starting to as the screenwriting directory has been released for our grad school, we're starting to hear a lot from agents or potential agents that want to represent us in the industry. So I think that's a high, mm-hmm. um, that people are actually interested in the stories that I have to tell and the voice that I have um in, in regards to like the content that I create. Um, so yeah, that would definitely be my my high. I that's think. a yeah, good that's high. It. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm living through you vicariously. Like, I enjoy that. <laughs> I like hearing the good news coming your way. Uh-huh. And just like really quick, when we were when you were talking about the protest, somebody mm-hmm. uh, at work they were discussing it, and I was just sitting there super quiet, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, it's interesting hearing you guys get super worked up and like mm-hmm. angry about it because to me, it's almost like just another day. Because black mm. people, we talk about this all the time in our households. And it's like, where you been at? Welcome to the conversation. Right. <laughs> like, right, I, exactly. I've had this conversation. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I just wanted to point that out. But, yeah. That's probably why I'm like, uh, what, this the hurry? Because, we have, <laughs> because we've talked about this. Probably, we've probably talked about this conversation since we were born. 
you know, yeah. hearing it in school, hearing it in our family. And it's like, we just need the rest of the world to catch up and get on the same level we are at this point. So long story long. hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those well, we both have some highs and lows going for the week. Um, you guys mm-hmm. are listening today. I'm very, 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 very excited. Um, this is an episode topic that we were supposed to do <laughs> to pay, maybe two seasons ago, but now we're finally, we got it right. We're back better than ever. And, I'm excited just because um, it's it's in the realm of family and specifically what it means to be black and queer in your family. Um, I think it's something that we kind of hinted on in other episodes just with my experience alone, but I think it's interesting today because we have a special guest in order to help contribute to this conversation and and what is going on and how she feels in her perspective. So without further ado... (laughs) I would like to introduce our cousin Dana. Hi, Dana. Hey. <laughs> okay, welcome to our podcast. I know you have listened to a few episodes um, of, of the season and stuff like that. So I'm just, first of all, I want to thank you for being a supporter of our podcast. Um, you and Ms. Proper try, you know. So just, I want to thank mm-hmm. you for that first. And Absolutely. second, I just want to. Yeah, and I just kind of want to dive into this topic at hand, being black and queer. And I'm going to say in a black family, I won't just say in our family, but I guess it will be our experience would be from our family. So I just kind of want to pick your brain. I guess we can pick my brain as well and just bounce off each other and see, you know, what comes out of it. Mm-hmm. So my first yeah. question would be, go ahead, you can. No, I'm listening. Okay. Um, I was going to say, how do you feel, as my first question, because I'll say mine after yours, or I can go first, it doesn't matter. How do you feel specifically being Black and queer in our family? Like, is it uncomfortable, or is it does it feel, like, innovative? Like, I guess, how would you describe that, if you can? <laughs> um, so, I think before I attempt to answer that question, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't view myself as queer. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just don't. I think about, I'm not exactly sure if there is like, um, you know how they, they make up slang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. If that's mm-hmm. like a slang word and there's a meaning mm-hmm. that I'm unaware of, uh-huh. but queer, I believe means like strange mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't, I, I'm definitely not strange. Right. <laughs> um, so to answer your question, mm-hmm. um, as far as being in the family and being different, if you will, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I think at a time when, or at the time when I think the family found out that I was dating women, I mm-hmm. could I I could tell um you know that people was just like taken aback if you will. Mhm. Um I think we come from a family like other older generations that mm-hmm. probably frowned upon that lifestyle but mm-hmm. at the same time they didn't give it a lot of attention because you know that's not how they live their life. But mm-hmm. um maybe the judgment was there towards people who are, um, I guess, referred to as queer, but I don't like mm-hmm. to um, use that word. And yeah. 
You know, for me, I was just like, it is what it is. I am who I am. Mm -hmm. You uh, can accept it or, you know, or not. (laughs) Because realistically, um, I don't don't depend on anybody to take care of me. Um, Mm -hmm. So their opinion, like, didn't mean a whole lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think I can definitely agree to that. Now, um, I think it may be maybe slightly like a generational difference as far as like the use of the word queer, because nowadays, like being queer is being someone who's not straight or somebody who doesn't identify as straight, not the um, the literal def- uh, dictionary definition of something queer, strange, weird, you know, that mm-hmm, whole deal. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, uh, they've turned yeah. it into someone that doesn't identify as just straight as a whole. Um, Mm. But to your point with um, just as far as like family and stuff like that and how you dealt with being who you are in our particular family, I think I can, I think I can attest to that. Like, I think I can really agree because I feel like I, it took me a while, maybe like maybe freshman year of undergrad. I was just like, Oh, okay. I'm not sure how this is going to go. But then once I maybe told like one or two people, people that I consider matter to me, like you and, and Miss Proper and um, my mother and stuff like that. I really didn't care what people had to say because I mean they weren't really contributing to my life at all, and um, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like I needed a big explanation uh, because I mean at the end of the day, there's people in our family and in other families that are doing this, that, and the third, but then they want to judge mm-hmm. us for living in our truth. You know what I'm saying? And this, that, and the third Absolutely. could be them not living in their truth or them living however they're living. You know what I'm saying? but are quick to judge someone else who's different in our family. So I think that's definitely um, interesting that you say that. I totally agree. And I think that's why I brought you on, because I think we keep having these conversations, like Ms. Proper and I, and uh, we always kind of get my perspective on how I feel as far as, like, being or identifying as, as gay in, in our family. And we never really have a, a different perspective. So I think that's why we kind of brought you on today, because you can just kind of – see if we relate at all and, and I know we kind of relate but like just for people listening that have other people or that have people in their families that are um gay identifying queer identifying uh however they identify so I think it's very mm-hmm. it's definitely interesting uh Ms. Prop and I came up with um a couple of questions uh other questions outside of that one I just really wanted to pick your brain with that one um Ms. Proper, do mm-hmm. you have a question that you would like to throw out there or I can keep rambling Yes, throw me in, because I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I I was really waiting. I think it's interesting hearing that, like, you don't mm-hmm. prefer to identify as queer because mm-hmm. it's just – I guess I know there's more than one way to identify in the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. community, but I just – I think that reminds me, and I think it, it reminds a lot of other people that you – just because you identify a certain way doesn't mean you have to be the status quo. So I think that's mm-hmm. interesting. And uh, before we head further into the topic, I would like to know, like, how do you identify yourself? We can go with pronouns, if you even put a label to uh, – do is, it, is sexual orientation the best way to say it? Is that not – is, is that out the window? Is that old school? Is it sexuality? Um, Which way? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't prefer okay, – no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, Yeah, no, no, no. It's, I don't prefer those words because it's – you know, people who's very judgmental of people in yeah. our lifestyle, all they hear mm-hmm. is sex, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for for me, I, I guess if, you know, for the listeners or the people who care enough, 
um, I guess I no, I don't guess I would fall in the the category or under the definition of bisexual. Mm-hmm. Okay, but for me, I I just am who I am. I like who mm-hmm. I like. I like yeah. men and I like women. Um, so that. yeah, if I had to, you know, play with the whole label thing, oh, definitely, definitely bisexual. Um, but you know, I don't give it a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not unless, mm-hmm. um, you know, somebody is really, you know, nitpicking or, or being petty or trying to be mm-hmm. slick or sly, I should mm-hmm. say, and being offensive, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Then I might entertain them and and address them or or tell them um, how they need to appropriately address me. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. while my relationship my spouse, I'm married to a woman, you know. So in the world's eyes, we are lesbians, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if we want to be technical, my wife is a lesbian. I mm-hmm. am bisexual. But mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. We right. are in a relationship. We are in a partnership. We love each other, and that's all that matters. So I try not to get too caught up in that and give it a mm-hmm. lot of my energy. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that much I'm clear on. It's a lot of, you know, things in our lifestyle that I'm not too aware of, but I'm sure of myself, and I think that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. You're here, okay? And I didn't and to pose that but you're here. To pose that question, I'm definitely not saying that is a requirement out there for anybody to identify in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. I definitely mm-hmm. was just curious if you like subscribe to any identification in any way. So I was just mm-hmm. curious to that. But it is not required. Right. Yeah. I think it's interesting, um, labels because i know miss proper and i have had this conversation a, a, a lot of times where sometimes it can get to the point where it's overwhelming with the different labels mm-hmm. or different um mm-hmm. terms of identity like you identify as this you identify as that or however you self-identify right i think sometimes mm-hmm. there's so many labels and there's so many in there and they're like labels of labels of labels like different brackets of that one label that you thought you understood but now you don't really understand because mm-hmm. there's something else that falls under that you know like mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so many different names and labels. So I think I really like what you said, which is like, I just, I mean, I like what I like. And I know that I am, I'm married to a woman and this and that, like it, but you still are true to who you are. And it just is who you are. Like so there's no need to put a, a name to it or what it looks like. Just know love is essentially not to be like cliche, but love is love. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. love who you love. That's just what it is. It shouldn't really have a specific title, but I guess for people who are being like, I guess, academic and having to put a label on it in order to address whatever situation it is, that's right. um, then you yeah. then you know what to, to say in that case. So I think that's really interesting that you brought that up because that's something me and Ms. Robert talk about all the time. Like what, when is enough <laughs> enough as far as like the labels go? Because it can confuse an outsider looking in or an ally mm-hmm. looking in um, yeah. um, in, in regards to our community. Yeah, it can be a bit go off right here. Yeah, because I'm confused a lot of the time, but I definitely am open to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. And then people, who you know, who live the life 
They expect mm. you to be the the professor of it all, mm-hmm. and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, right. I don't know what this label mm-hmm. is. I don't know what this term is. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't invent this stuff. Like, right. I'm just me. <laughs> just me. So, that's all yeah. I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely interesting. I think um, I think I was kind of forced into a different, like I had a different, not forced, I had a different introduction into the whole um, gay culture, if you will say. Like I, when I went to Morehouse and I met people and like the terminology was different, it was like, okay, I identify for this. This is my pronoun, this, that, and the third. So I think I have a different upbringing um, into the gay culture or the gay world. So I think that's mm-hmm. why I kind of look at things differently. That's why I kind of look at pronouns differently. That's why I kind of, like, I'm open to a lot and I learn a lot. And sometimes I'm confused myself as somebody that tries to know as much or learn as much as I can mm-hmm. about my own community. Because, you know, just in case somebody were to come for me or this and that, I'm like, I, I, I know what I'm talking about, I guess. But, you know what I'm saying? So it can definitely get uh, <laughs> confusing um, trying to <laughs> pinpoint different labels on people. So, I mean, that's, yeah. When you said something about, like, your mm-hmm. upbringing, as far as mm-hmm. when you came to college, and Dana, I'm mm-hmm. sure you have your own upbringing in the community as well. Do you both feel as if you had to, I guess, grow up twice, in a sense? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, I don't know, it just, it's something no, 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 you said that, something kind of, yeah. It made me feel like yeah. you had to go through puberty twice in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that um, make sense? Am I making no, sense? No, 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 it makes sense. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll start it off. Um, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say overall yes, because let's say, I'm not going to say my original life, but before I became aware enough that I am now, like a queer culture or gay culture or whatever, I think I was introduced to like the heterosexual way, like, okay, boy, girl, mm-hmm. that's it. You know what I'm saying? So that's all right. I know. That's all I like really knew. And then as I started to like explore more or see more like people who are different, I started to explore a world that I could like I could identify with. I'm like, oh, are they doing this? Or they do this? They don't care who they date or this and that. Like I, I found myself like wanting to be more involved in that particular culture. So once I got to Morehouse, that kind of was my, I guess I will say my my rebirth because there's a lot of things I did not know. I didn't know about like uh, how sex worked like that. Like I, I had an idea, but I didn't know like the precautions you would take when you're having sex. Not safe sex, but like cleanliness, hygiene, things like that, like little things that you just would never even think of or this idea of houses. There's like in some, like in, in our culture, there's like houses of like a, a gay mother, gay father with gay children. Like there's a whole world of things that I had no idea about until I like went to Atlanta and just like that. So there's so much, I think I was reborn because it was so much that I kind of, I got, had a hint to like these things are going on in, in this culture or in my culture, but like I had no idea the full extent so I feel like me being submerged in this whole new world was kind of like a, a rebirth in a sense. Um, Cause now I'm so much more like aware and involved when it comes to like, like uh, queer culture, like um, yeah. So to say overall, yes, <laughs> that's, I think I was, yeah. To answer your question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so for me, I would have to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think it was a rebirth at all. So, um, you know, I I've always been um attracted to women, like mm-hmm. at a young age. Um and when I say attraction, leave out the sex part because it was mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. of that. It's right. just as simple as somebody walking down the street and recognizing 
beauty mm. within a person. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I was in my 20s um, when I started dating women. And rest mm-hmm. assured, no different from how, I don't want to say play the game because, you mm-hmm. know, I don't want someone <laughs> to play it. But <laughs> no different from how dating men, mm-hmm. me dating men, how I mm-hmm. handle that is the same way with women. Like, mm-hmm. so what do I mean by that? I mean this. I don't holler at people. I get hollered at. Ooh. Right? So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. no bull. So I don't, yeah, I don't make moves. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. that bold. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't have it in me. I can see something mm-hmm. I like, and I will mm-hmm. not say one word. Mm-hmm. Or should I say, I will see a person that I like or that I'm attracted mm-hmm. to, and I will not say a word. I absolutely mm-hmm. will not because mm-hmm. I don't know if you can say I've been spoiled. I don't know. That's just how I mm-hmm. operate when it comes to relationships. So right. um, it was a weird situation. I never saw it coming. Yeah, this chick, she was doing stuff out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. and it caught my attention, and I think that mm-hmm. was her whole intention. And then mm-hmm. it just kind of went from there. So this mm. is, what, not until my late 20s that I started mm. dating um, women. And for me, it was just like, hmm. You know, I had my little aha moments like, mm-hmm. damn, am I really here checking for this? <laughs> what is this? This ain't uh-huh. my buff uh-huh. 6'2", you know, <laughs> main dingo. Um, <laughs> this is different. Um yeah. Yeah. So for me it's just it was just a matter of getting over the shock of it. Like, mm-hmm. man, you mm-hmm. know, definitely can uh, you know, honor up to the reality that I've always been attracted, you know, to women. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. dating one is like it you know, but that was my own internal thing that I had to deal with. Right. And you know, what I found with the women, the, which it hasn't been many, but mm-hmm. the few women that I've dated, I felt more real to the life than they were, and they proclaimed mm. to be lesbians their entire mm-hmm. lives. Oh wow! And I, 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 I find that to be super odd because I'm just mm-hmm. like, you not even completely comfortable with your own self. And you proclaim to, you know, have lived this life your entire Mm -hmm. life. But here Mm -hmm. I am, you know, just kind of diving into this world because, you know, somebody introduced me, if you will. um, Mm -hmm. And and I, yeah. So so for me, yeah, definitely not a not a Mm -hmm. rebirth. You know, it, it it is different, you know. Yeah. The world looks at you different, um, mm-hmm. definitely treats you different, mm-hmm. and you have to, you know, decide how you will address, you know, yeah, the world and people who try to, you know, make you feel mm-hmm. like 
you are odd or strange because or something's wrong with you. Yeah. yeah, because you know, oh, I'm, I didn't, I didn't marry a man, or mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's my long story to your short question. Yeah. Good that answer. That is so interesting. Yeah. Okay. I learned a lot. I mean, I talked to you about we've had conversations before, but I'm learning more as you dive deeper into like your whole introduction into um, this particular world. So I think that's interesting. Um, something that kind of um, that I thought of as you were talking, and it kind of like grinds my gears, is this whole thing. Because it, it's speaking to when you were like, I kind of always know, you know, like it's not something that just I woke up in whatever, whatever, like attraction was attraction um, from mm-hmm. the start. And what baffles me with like some, I guess, closed by individuals is they say that we are choosing um, to be, you know, like choosing to be this right. way or that way or the third way, you know, and that mm-hmm. like completely baffles me. Like I just honestly, like back in the day, I would say like when someone would say that, I'm just like, why would I choose to grow through what I go through? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a uh, black person of of in a, in a gay culture, you know what I'm saying? Like why? Because like I'm saying, like everybody has their things they go through, of course, right? But like mm-hmm. black gay people specifically or black bi people or black however you identify people specifically it's different mm-hmm. because they're they're different and people don't know how to embrace difference if, if it doesn't apply if it doesn't work into their own lives right like mm-hmm. it's only because yeah. you have those people that are will only patronize those people of the community when it has something to do with them or makes them look good or shines a light on them for a specific reason or beneficial to them i.e like gay hairdressers salads stuff like that like, you have some people that are with the community only for a purpose or an opportunity from that individual, not actually supporting that individual's uh, culture. Yes. So um, I just, I, I really wanted to speak to that just because I just think that's so interesting when people, people to this day are still saying, it's a choice. You can choose the right way. What is the right way? You know what I'm saying? Like, who says this is this Please. or, you know, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you find out, let us know. <laughs> but, uh, honestly, because I mean, and I'm not even going to research myself. You bring it to me and I may listen. But at the end of the day, like, mm-hmm. I know, like, my heart. And like you said, I've always been, like, attracted to guys. Like, it's just, it's just been that thing. I think, it, uh, as you said, like, when I got to a certain age, then I started to become more introduced to the culture. And then mm-hmm. I was able to, you know, kind of go forth from there. But, um, yeah, I think that's really, I think that's really interesting. Um, another question I probably have, I don't want to bombard our cousin with uh, questions, but Ms. Harper, do you have one before I have this one? or I have one, but I feel like, wait, what's yours? Say yours first. Mine, I was going to just speak to um, the whole thing of being too of something. And what I mean by that is like being too gay. And specifically in our family and something that I've experienced is, okay, well, you can do this, that, or the third, but you can't do this. <laughs> Right. So that's what I was going to speak to and ask a question about, but we can explore yours and come back maybe to that. We can, all good. Maybe we can tie it into that as well, answering that yeah. question on top mm-hmm. of, do you feel as if being gay and black in our family, mm-hmm. if, I don't know, I want to say gay because that's you being gay by, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I can't get them all out, uh, it's in okay. our family. It's, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. No, Thank no, you for the pass. Being us, but, like uh, being Dana, being SJB yes. <laughs> in yes. our family. Thank you. In our family, do you feel as if our family members has been uh, a big ally or more of a hindrance in uh-huh. your journey through your life? 
Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there and like in the black community who are a part of the LGBTQI community and Mm -hmm. their family may be a burden on them. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I kind of want to see if that, if you both experience that in some way, because I know SJB, you talked about family members who support you to your face, but then they'll sit there and kind of dog out the community that you both are a part of, you know, Mm -hmm. because they'll exclude you from that, that part. And they'll think, Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about them. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about you. Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. It's a loaded question, (laughs) but yes, feel free to answer it how you wish. Mm. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like, um, acceptance was a process, um, within our family. Um, Mm -hmm. It was probably like maybe like the stages of grief or something. Like for mm. sure, the shock uh-huh. was there, <laughs> mm. and then you know, as time went on, they learned to accept in a way that only they know how. Um, mm. And uh-huh. I think it kind of got to the point where you know, I know for sure, SJB. As mm-hmm. well as myself, we are both like you can love us or leave us alone type of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So I know for sure our family, they are going to love us no matter what. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that reality set in for the people who, you know, um, probably were not accepting mm-hmm. of this type of lifestyle or the lifestyles that we live. and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I yeah, I I feel like it was a process. I don't feel mm-hmm. like everybody, you know, was mm-hmm. on the up and up. I, I definitely feel like it was, you know, talk probably behind my back. Mm-hmm. Um for sure. <laughs> and um you know, I I didn't give it a lot of energy. I was mm-hmm. just like, you know what? Mm, okay. Well, mm-hmm. moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I you know, <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't give it a lot of energy, and I I think because you know our lifestyle mm-hmm. doesn't look so scarce, if you will, because mm-hmm. you know there's other family members that have grown into themselves, mm-hmm. if you will, and mm-hmm. you know it's just like you know what are you gonna do? You gonna outcast? These, you know, these particular family members because mm-hmm. they live these kind of lifestyles. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think anybody reserves that right, you mm-hmm. know, because if if we're not perfect in your eyes, absolutely, you know, you can't think you're perfect because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know nobody's perfect. Exactly. So, so yeah, and and I think you, I think you said it best when you just like living in your truth mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that's that's it so there's they, there can never be when you're living in your truth there can never mm-hmm. be oh you're doing too much or <laughs> you know tone this down or, mm-hmm. no 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 i yeah. am who i am you accept mm-hmm. me or you 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 know there's ways there's ways you can do your thing and right. you don't have to concern yourself with how i'm living my life 
Exactly. Dana, you sound like a yoga teacher. Just side note. Every time you finish speaking, <laughs> I feel just super zen and it all makes sense. And I feel like the world's going to be okay. You should consider That's like motivational speaking. Yes. Like it's just so soothing. I just want to throw that out there. That's funny. I get that a lot, but it's, 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 it's worded different. <laughs> They're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> And SJB, what about you? Oh, um, I think my experience um, has been a little different. Um, I will only say that just because um, I think it was already, well, it probably was the same for Dana, but it was already speculation that I was gay before it even happened or before I even, like, came out and outright said it. Um, and like I said, I got to a point where I didn't even care who it was. As long as, like, my mom knew or this, that, the third person knew, I was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of – I'm good, but then I also was kind of insecure at the same time because I'm just like, well, damn, like, am I the only one? Yeah, I mean, like, am I the only one? Like, how do I maneuver this? I don't know the ropes to, like, what what this culture is. Like, you know, I don't have, like, a mentor, so to speak. And I think I probably found that in Atlanta with a group of friends, and they kind of introduced me to that world. But as far as, like, our family in particular, I I honestly, it's what what y'all said. Like, it's the whole situation where, oh, okay, yeah, you're doing you, blah, 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 da, 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 da. And then behind closed doors, I'll get some type of message from one of my other cousins or one of the other aunts mm-hmm. or something like that. That oh, she didn't say this, and review mm-hmm. if you're doing this and wearing these heels and makeup and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. It's always something um, with it. So yeah. when I realized whether I had whether I had came out as gay or whether I came out as whatever, there's always going to be some type of conversation because these people already have in their mind who I am or what I am. You know what I'm saying? So it was already yeah. it was like mm-hmm. it never was really a factor to me that much because I'm like people are going to talk regardless of what the hell I'm doing like either I'm gay or I'm this or I'm trying to be a girl or like there's so mm-hmm. many different labels they put on me before I was even able to have a voice for myself to figure out what it is and I think that's what frustrated me with our family in particular y'all were already throwing out he this he that he that before I could figure it out like I had an idea of what mm-hmm. I was or what I am attracted to but I did not know like I didn't really know how to put that in one, like put that in a nutshell and explain it. You know what I'm saying? I just knew that I was attracted to men. I didn't know, like, because for for the longest time, like, just interactions I've had, like, I won't even say with family members specifically, but friends of family members, like, they're just, like, really vocal about just being, like, super masculine, super this, oh, yeah, you better get a girlfriend, you know, you got to get a girlfriend, you have a girlfriend, you're soft, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) Like, that's what I was introduced to. So I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I know that's not me, and I'm trying to figure out what it means to not be that way. And a lot of people were writing my narrative before I was able to write my narrative myself as far as, like, how I identify and what I like, you know, within this family, um, no specifics. So I think that's kind of my nutshell. And I think, honestly, I feel like this may be problematic. It may not be problematic. I don't know. But I feel like my narrative is a lot different from, and I think I've said this in this proper before, a lot different from Dana's narrative. And what I mean by that is, okay, Dana, um, as we said today, bisexual female. I am a gay mm-hmm. male. Not only am I a gay male, I'm a gay feminine black male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you look yeah. at femininity in, like, the black community as a whole, that's already demonized, as far, like, in far as, like, men being feminine. is already demonized. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh-uh, he don't need to do this. He, mm-hmm. he must be gay. That whole deal. So it I feel is. like my whole – go ahead. Yeah, something to say, Dana? No, I'm completely uh, agreeing with uh, okay. you. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm I just, you up. She hyping you up. <laughs> I didn't make I'm, it up. I'm, I'm, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just thinking about just listening to what you're saying is mm-hmm. making me think about, um, you know, my my dad's side of the family is very mm-hmm. much um, those type of people, um, mm-hmm. or the men in particular, like man up, mm-hmm. or you know, right. boys don't cry, or yeah. you know, um, yeah, you you yeah. never supposed to, you know, crying is a weakness, or mm-hmm. you know, showing emotion mm-hmm. of any kind, you know, from a a, a male is is mm-hmm. a, a form of weakness. Exactly. Um, yeah, and yeah. for generations, that that mindset, that whole, you know thought of that very thing is just been mm-hmm. passed on from generation to generation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know and I think yeah. people who live like us kind of make people like that open up their eyes mm-hmm. um, you know mm-hmm. it forces them to because it's just like you know like you said maybe some people can see it in mm-hmm. their children per right. se mm-hmm. you know like right. their girls their tomboys mm-hmm. um if you will. Right. You know? Uh, yeah. Whatever the case may be. Um, but it's it's definitely, definitely, you know, it, it makes no sense to give them a hard time. Mm-hmm. You know, about, as what the world say, being different when they're just mm-hmm. being themselves. Because mm-hmm. as you stated earlier, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't pick and choose who you are. Like right. I have an aunt that is very confident in who mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. And she told me her story when I was, you know, when I came out and started dating women. Mm-hmm. She explained to me how nobody, nobody in my family um, was accepting, mm-hmm. accepting of her lifestyle but my dad, um, which is oh, wow. one out of 11, and mm-hmm. if you include her parents, mm-hmm. you know. And that was her big circle, her family. Right. It's not like mm-hmm. us, you know, where we have one or two siblings or, mm-hmm. you know, three or four siblings mm-hmm. and, you know, an active parent. She had two, you know, old school parents. Grandfather was the breadwinner. Grandmother was a stay-at-home, you know, wife. Ten other siblings. And, you know, she was just like, I don't know why I was different, but. I just was. Mm. You know, my mother wanted me mm-hmm. to wear dresses and play with doll babies. Mm-hmm. I wasn't interested. Mm. And that's not the life that I chose to live. And, and mm-hmm. you know, she just always lived in her truth. And mm-hmm. I always loved her and respect her for that very thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah. She, 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 I can tell you, yeah. I can tell y'all she she had a, a <laughs> ugly side of life when it came to mm-hmm. family mistreating mm. you know mistreating mm-hmm. her because of the lifestyle yeah. you know because she was a lesbian so right. you know I think like yeah like no, go ahead. Keep going. SJB said I I think is our situations are very very different mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because you know unlike my aunt. My aunt chose to remove herself from her family, mm-hmm. you know, make them distant relatives. She dealt mm-hmm. with them when, mm-hmm. you know, when she felt she necessary. And, yeah, I mean, she basically had to cut people off. Mm. And I'm just like, I, I just can't imagine, you know, living that 
having to go through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful our family has gotten to a, a point of acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, if the judgment is still there or, you know, the questions are there, it it, it will behoove them to ask or, um, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. Instead of assuming or kind of mm. buying into, you know, what the world is kind of making us out to be, mm-hmm. which is, exactly. you know, <laughs> confused and right. misguided and, mm-hmm. and 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 abused mm-hmm. <laughs> group of people. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely that, that, one they pull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, no, no. Some of us are actually sure of ourselves. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Coming from like an ally's perspective and being related to both of you, what can I do? Not even just me, but other people that consider themselves to be ally and allies and family do, Mm -hmm. I guess, to help you as well as people in the community. And how can we do better is what I, I guess what I would like to know, like, how can we be better? Because like when you Mm -hmm. were talking about your aunt, Dana, it was like, it went from not being accepted at all. And then to mm-hmm. the point where I feel like we're kind of in this middle ground where you both were saying, like, it was a process for our family to accept, but eventually they came around. I'm hoping mm-hmm. with, like, future generations past the both of you where it's not even a, a topic of debate in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. It's just like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you like what you like, next, like, moving yeah. on type of thing. Yep. So I would like yeah. to know, like, what can black family members do who mm-hmm. may not understand everything, what can we do to be more understanding and to help you in your process? Besides gossiping out there, because mm-hmm. I don't understand why a lot, of, uh, a lot of our black family members do that. I know it's not, mm-hmm. you know, restricted mm-hmm. to just black people, but, mm-hmm. right. I mean, y'all gossip. Y'all gossip, okay? So, mm-hmm. I digress. I will say, um, I think it's exactly what Dana kind of said earlier. Um, she was just like, if there's something you don't know, ask. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. education mm-hmm. is everything. If there's something you're ignorant of, it's okay to say, hey, I don't get this, that, or the third, but I would like to learn. I'm open to learning. You know what I'm saying? That's one mm-hmm. for me. Two would be support, like genuine support. Don't support because I'm getting something out of it, or I, or I get to call myself an ally because I went to a rally or parade, or I have a cousin that's gay, so I'm an ally. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, mm-hmm. like, your attitude towards it as well like is your attitude genuine like are you do you genuinely care to learn and be a genuine support for this person because people in like um not to like down the conversation but like within this community there are so many like suicide like the suicide rate for this community is very high and why is that because they do not have support from either like Mm -hmm. their family members or their friends or whoever they may be so i think the big thing for me support like any way you can if you want to come and to a rally and whatever, whatever, and just stand with me and, and, and live with me and live in your own truth, then, okay, let, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Just be active if you're going to. Don't just okay. dib and dabby out of, like, out of the, the culture, you know, because, okay, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to rally. I'm good. I'm allied for life, you know. Continuously support people, those who are different. And I feel like a lot of the, like, allies that I've met, um, by being an ally, they learn more about themselves because they are been supporting someone who's living unapologetically in their own truth. You know, mm-hmm. so those are my two, support and ask if you don't know. So support on and off the court, everybody. That's a listen, right. not just in front of their face, also behind the back. Okay, because that happens. Yeah. I support, but then be bashing people, be bashing gay people. But I got a gay cousin, so it's okay. No, baby, that's not okay. 
Mm-mm, so, mm-mm, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Um. Wow. I. You know, maybe to piggyback um, mm-hmm. off of SJ Beat, I think, you know, yeah, definitely. If if you have a question, ask. I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, people um, may feel uncomfortable, um, mm-hmm. you know, may, you know, may not want to come off offensive, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. They're trying to keep up with all these, you know, terms and things that we mm-hmm. discussed earlier in the conversation mm-hmm. and it's just like it you know if you care enough and I know for sure if if you take the time to ask me a question <laughs> then clearly you're interested and want to answer mm-hmm. so I will do my best to respond to you in a way that you understand so mm-hmm. this whole thing don't have to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. um with mm-hmm. With that, I I I do understand that, you know, there are people who live the kind of lifestyle that we live and they complicate things. Like they mm-hmm. overly complicate mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and yeah, I you know, I don't wanna get too deep, but I do mm-hmm. know that you have people like that and you mm-hmm. know, they ask a question and then that the person they're asking the question gets defensive. I do know mm, those kind of yes. things happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have to be mindful of those things. Um, you know, and then you also say support, kind of like mm-hmm. to piggyback off of the things that you said, support, yeah. genuine support. Mm-hmm. You know, being genuine um, is, is everything. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're we not out here looking for sympathy by no means because <laughs> we've right. already told you we we are very comfortable with mm-hmm. with who we are and yeah. and and you know how we live our lives so you know but absolutely there are people who are out here who need that support specifically from family because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, we fight with the world all day, yeah. all day, yeah. every day. So it would be nice to be able to feel, have that sense of comfort when you are mm-hmm. around your family and not just your immediate family. You know, mm-hmm. when you have big families like we do, mm-hmm. you know, you may not see them every day, but to an extent, you know, they matter too. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah. I would say that, and um, I mean, just overall, I just say don't give it a whole lot of energy, you know? Mm -hmm. You live Mm -hmm. your life the way you so choose, Mm -hmm. right? Don't Mm -hmm. make assumptions about how we live our life, Mm -hmm. and just respect that the the difference in in life will be grand. Mm. That's that's how I feel about it, because... (laughs) What I do with mine in my household, it shouldn't matter anybody. It shouldn't right. matter to anybody. It, it shouldn't because I'm out here being a good citizen, working, you know, <laughs> raising our little yeah. offspring, making money. sure, yeah, making sure she do great things in her life, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever she choose, I'm I'm mm-hmm. loving that child, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. No matter exactly. what, no here, matter here. what, not. and that's anything. Else. I'm not talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about 
anything that doesn't bring her any harm, I'm all mm. for it. Mm. Come on, we need more parents in the world. I'm like, you. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um, I wanted to say, um, I think this is a very, uh, I always say this, it's like a very therapeutic topic, a therapeutic conversation, because I don't think many families probably even have the this type of conversations with those that are alike or those that are allies or those who are different, you know, like I don't even think that that happens a lot. So the fact that we've gotten together to kind of have this conversation in our family specifically, I think is kind of like groundbreaking. And I think um, a while ago I had a conversation with, I don't know if it was with this proper or with somebody and I'll be like, we're like the pioneers of the family because like we just live our lives (laughs) And and do what we do. Like, I just think of myself mm-hmm. as, like, a mini pioneer because I feel like yes. they are not used to someone like me. You know what I'm saying? Day-to-day on both mm-hmm. sides, father's side and mother's side. Like, they both like, okay, what, what, what the fuck is this? What is it giving? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, somebody gave me a really great compliment. They were like, they don't know, like, what they don't know who you are or what you are, and you and you shake up the fucking room when you walk in. Like, you start mm-hmm. conversations, you get people thinking about things they may have never thought about or they mm-hmm. they have had in the back of their minds, but now it's been brought to the front. Like, they're forced to have these conversations with themselves, you know, as far as their own true identity and stuff like that. So I really just appreciate us having this conversation. Just you specifically, uh, Dana, I, I think you were a part of the piece, Moving Pieces, because I identify with you and your narrative as far as you like you're just identifying as bisexual and someone who is different within our family and i think that helped me as an individual by seeing you live and prosper in your own right right um it made me be more comfortable who i am as an individual because you know at first i was like damn am i the only one and there's people that you are suspicious of in the family that are like of my community you know but you don't know (laughs) if they ain't gonna say it then i'm not gonna pull them out for them to say you know what i'm saying so but Mm -hmm. you you were just like this is what it is boom so I think that helped me as I kind of matriculated throughout my journey um, of being a, a gay black male in our family. So I appreciate you for that. And I also appreciate Ms. Proper because I lied to the T. To the Anything that she does not know, <laughs> she will ask me, even if it's something I don't know myself, I'll try to explain or find out in order for her to understand. So, yeah, I just really appreciate y'all because y'all both have kind of been a part of my journey and me figuring out who I am as a person. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. My motto yeah. is, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. So I have something <laughs> to add. Right, exactly. It. And I was just happy to see another woman in our family get married. Another one for the book. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Thank I know. you. We're not oh. all bitter sitting around. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> on, on, on the top. On the topic of marriage, we have our three-year anniversary on Sunday. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Happy anniversary. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. Hey. Anniversary. Hey. Oh, that's right. Sing that sound, tongue. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like a song, okay? And it's your anniversary on Sunday, so you better, you better go up, okay? Go up, up on a Sunday. Do that. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. So, no, I I greatly appreciate y'all having mm-hmm. me. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, yeah. I love y'all so much. Oh my goodness, we love you. Thank you for like I taking the time more. out because like this, it took a long time, but we weren't sure if like you were willing to like come on or if like anybody else because we didn't want to like put anyone in an uncomfortable situation. So I'm definitely right. glad yeah. you were willing to come on here and give a different perspective. And I feel mm-hmm. like I've learned a lot during the topic. So. 
Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're going to have to do like a couple's edition or something. And, you know, (laughs) you, maybe Miss Proper and her her partner and you and your partner. And that would be real cute, a real conversation. But Mm because it's like, it is different. Like it is, it's it's the same but different. Because, you know, Miss mm-hmm. Proper's in an interracial relationship. You're in a same-sex relationship. So it's different mm-hmm. as a whole for oh, our family. Oh, I know. So I dated I outside of my race. So yeah. <laughs> I know it from that perspective, yeah. too. Amen. <laughs> okay. Amen. Hey, Amen. Hey, That's a whole other topic. As <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it I'm is. Leave it where it is. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, for those of you who are listening, I Pray that you have taken something that you can use and apply to your own life, um, whether you're an ally or whether you are in the community or however you identify. I pray that you took something away from this and just hearing us talk with, within our own family about these necessary, very necessary uh, conversations. Hopefully this brings awareness. And if, you, if there is someone in your family that is, you know, unapologetically themselves, then now you know how to support them or know how to begin mm-hmm. to support them by asking and being respectful. And, you know, and even if they are defensive, then, you know, Hey, just just teeter around it, and then and then you eventually get there. But from our perspective, Not we have either. to do it right. We have we have to be uh, more open ourselves as people of the community when people come ask those questions. Because that that was a good point that Dana made earlier. Just be receptive when people want to know more. Um, and not be quick yeah. to be defensive and and because yeah. they're just trying to understand, you know. So. Mm-hmm. And I know I a lot of y'all are probably on the edge of your seat because I know there's so mm-hmm. many things that we did not talk about, did not cover, mm-hmm. or probably open mm-hmm. the door to a lot of things. You're probably like, la, 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 what's going on with that? Mm-hmm. Don't worry. <laughs> At a later date, we'll probably have a part two or something of this episode because yeah. we, there's so much more that can be talked about and that can go in great detail. But today we just wanted to talk about being, uh, being a part of the LGBTQIA community in a black family specifically and I know mm-hmm. we have more to cover so I hope you yes. definitely got something out of this episode oh my 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 well thank you again cousin for coming on yes. to this week's episode everyone give them a round thank of applause you. wherever you are give her a round of applause <laughs> she came and she showed out <laughs> thank you goodness um yes so we are the odd ones out <laughs>